listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Man-monkey hybrid sparks fears of Frankenstein creatures. Wait a minute. Frankenstein was just a dude. He was a dead dude. Ran a little current through him, and then he was an alive dude. That's a totally different thing. There was no hybridization going right. on there. Yeah, didn't exactly. They, didn't they stitch together different pieces of different people, though? Different uh, people is different from different species, though. Yeah, raising the dead is completely different than, than chimeras. Uh, That's so this, just bad monster management right there in that headline. In La Jolla, California last month, they um, injected human stem cells into monkey embryos and allowed the resulting creature to live and grow for 19 days before it was terminated. Gruesome, man. You live in a, a paradise. Go to the beach, people. <laughs> Was that just to entertain the rich people or what? <laughs> what are you hey, doing? What do you say we make a monkey person? <laughs> I understand if you live in Antarctica, there's not a lot to do. Okay, maybe sure. you start, you know, experimenting with various hybrid beasts. But uh but no, go surfing. Get some sushi, high end shopping, please. Go play play Tory Pines. Now how do you say is it Chimera? Chimera? Chi- chimera. And that what is a chimera? It's a it's a half uh, human half beast, or or is it? Can it be just two different beasts combined, like uh, like a, a wacky uh, lion head on a bear? It says here it's an ancient mythological creature having parts of a lion, goat, and serpent, but an actual human animal hybrid would be a different thing. Okay. Anyway, uh, there was actually the reason I bring this up is there was actually a vote last week. I don't know how I didn't get more attention. At the La Jolla City Council? <laughs> no, in the Senate. The U.S. Senate did a vote on this uh, to block certain animal-human chimeras, and it failed 48 to 49 along party lines with three senators not voting. Three senators said, I don't know, have chimeras, don't, I don't care. I don't know, a goat boy, yeah, I could see the appeal. Hmm. But maybe not, so I'm not going to vote. No, it, it, 48 to 49. So we voted. We didn't decide to stop it. Yeah, well, one think... vote in the U.S. How did the Senate end up voting on whether or not we have half human, half monkeys running around? And I didn't hear about it. And the Senate and... noted, "Yeah, I like the half monkeys running around." And that grandson is why chimps now have the right to vote, or why we live on a planet of the apes, the banana right. party, <laughs> the banana party, exactly, a government of by and for the apes, the banana. Party. <laughs> that's just pandering. You know what? That's just, you're offering voters bananas. The first winning candidate will just be handing out bananas. And everybody will be waving the bananas in the crowd. <laughs> I assume we'll be able to talk. How, how are we going to pay for this? We're running up a banana debt that future generations will not be able to pay. Oh, Mr. Tallyman playing at every one of the rallies. Make, oh, yeah. make the humans pay for it, the, <laughs> the monkeys will say, the half monkeys. Put them in a cage. And all because three senators abstained from voting. Yes. I need names. Who are these people who, who if you're going to not, uh, you got to vote on the, the monkey hybrid one. Yeah, right? Exactly. Show up and vote on whether or not we're going to have half monkey, half humans. Put your name on it. <laughs> I don't want to take a stand. What if it turns out I'm wrong? Boy, you got a guy who's like, uh, I'm taking the half and half thing seriously. You got a guy who looks like a human, but he's got a, a chimpanzee's arms. You- They're long and crazy muscular. Throws a 145 mile per hour fastball. So you think it'd be a mixture? I was picturing more half, like either bottom half or either horizontal or vertical. I mean, like either no, from the waist no, up, that's your not monkey the way it waist works. down. No. You got a person legs. No, or... it's just fifty-fifty by volume. Okay. 
There are all sorts of variations possible. So you might have a monkey tail and a human head. Well, yeah, you got to try the different things to figure out what is optimal. Actually, if I'm thinking about it, other than the brain, I'd be I'd be all right being completely monkey. Human brain chimp physique. Why don't I want that? I think I could be be, unstoppable. Oh, get me on a basketball court. Oh yeah, please. The rebounding, please. The 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 slam dunks. You'd have to climb up something though, wouldn't you? Can chimps leap? I don't know. Or a wrestling mat. Lots of sports. Oh, please. I'd excel at the monkey bars. Come on now. <laughs> I'd be doing that thing where you launch your own self, like you, you grab onto a branch and then you just fling yourself into yeah. the air. I'd be doing that all the time. Oh, yeah. Speaking of flinging, what is that? For like a five-yard penalty, flinging your poo at the ref for 15? I think if you fling your poo at another player, it's 15 yards. You fling it at the ref, you're ejected. I might want the human face so I can get uh, you know, a gal pal. How do you know monkey loving isn't better? I don't know that. I mean, chimp gals might be like crazy in the sack. I don't know these things. There's only one way to find out. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, Bill Maher uh, had a couple of things on his mind the other day. We didn't get to it during the, sh- the show, but let's go ahead with clip 20 there, Sean. Finally, new rule. Someone must explain why celebrities running for high office is a recurring nightmare we cannot seem to shake. The Rock, Caitlyn Jenner. Matthew McConaughey, Randy Quaid, they all have suggested lately that when it comes to running the country, they have what it takes. And they do. Malignant narcissism. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey is, I'm sure, also a lovely person, but when he says he's considering a run for governor in Texas, I must say that is not all right, all right, all right. And it's not that they are actors, it's that they're not professionals in this other field called government. Governing is not a job you can pick up on the afternoon of the inauguration. You can't learn it on the fly, you can't fix it in post, Putin's not on a green screen, and he doesn't give a shit about your million dollar smile. Let me put it bluntly to you and all these would-be showbiz candidates. You're not good enough, you're not smart enough, and doggone it, it completely doesn't matter that people like you. Was that a shot at uh, Al Franken as being a celebrity who ran for office? It sounds like it could have been. It's a tad obscure reference. Well, Bill Maher's old, so he would make an old reference. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't mind the model. You see this in cities where you have a professional manager, city manager. Um, I think that's the the uh, title usually, and they are this overseen. Half monkey usually, or <laughs> depends where you are. Uh, and and they're overseen by a uh, a civilian board, which need not be professional politicos. It is the people of the city. Which which appeals to me. As opposed to if they were overseen by me, which would be a bored civilian. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, see, I uh, disagree with, because uh, I think lefties tend to value politicians as a special breed of human being. And, right. uh, and I tend to think that n- normal, average people m- most often would have a better view of these things than professional politicians. On the other hand, where I do agree with Bill Maher is that th- th- makes no sense if you're going to pick random people that don't come out of government, why you would pick somebody who's a celebrity. Right. And, you know, like Ricky Gervais said at the Golden Globes, you, you have the least perspective of anybody. 
Yeah. Now, a guy, the guy who runs the, um, you know, the owner operator of that convenience store, I'll bet that guy knows a lot about taxes and zoning and all kinds of different things. It would and be humanity. Really, and humanity that would be really yeah. valuable. But, man, who knows the least about what's going on? As somebody who's been a, a, a celebrity, especially if you've been a celebrity like your entire adult life since you were like 20. Right. You don't have any idea what's going on in the world. And I don't remember who it was who pointed this out, but it's such a great point. We tend to associate all the qualities of the characters they've played with the celebrities. I know, and I've done that, and and uh, when I realize that, it's embarrassing. Celebrity dies, and you, you the reason you're like, oh, I can't believe they died, it's because you're picturing Forrest Gump dying, not Tom Hanks dying. You don't know what Tom Hanks is like. Tom Hanks is alive. <laughs> I was trying to use him for instance. Why, why are you killing Tom Hanks, America's uh, suburban dad? He's a good man, Tom Hanks. But when as far some, as I know. Yeah, when, when actors walk up and they, you're cheering their character they played, not them, because you don't, you don't know anything about them. Right. For all you know, they're a weasel. Yeah. But they play an action hero great or a brave soldier or what have you. Yeah. No, they, they seem nice is my favorite thing I hear people say about celebrities. Yeah, I always so, like oh, that. That's, that's because they're professional pretenders. Yeah. Their job is to make you think they seem nice. Yeah. Met a celebrity. He was really nice. She was really nice. All right. The, the two-second interaction you had with him, they were nice. Like, fantastic. Or the other side of the coin, which I've run into. Yeah. Oh, I ran into him. He was a total a-hole. He was uh, getting out of the uh, back of the ambulance with his <laughs> wife, who'd been in the car wreck, and he just ignored me. Oh, boy. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. It's a bad habit, uh, from my standpoint, taking the Lord's name in vain in that sort of way. There's just there's no need for it. It's just an expression, and there's plenty of others I can choose. So Bye, Jingo. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go with that. Oh, golly. Hey, Hanson, your uh, executive producer, Hanson, I was at the Little League game last night, and something happened, and your wife said something like, pickles and apricots or something like that. I mean, it was so, (laughs) it was so, Hanson's from South Dakota, she's from Canada. It was just so, you know, that part of the world. Just, dang it. Like my mom would stub her toe and say, good governor, that hurts. (laughs) My wife is big on liberty gibbet. Anyway, you had something for us, Michael. Yeah, we got Ari Nagel. He's known as the Sperminator, and Oy. apparently he... Ah, I don't like that name. Oh, you should have warned us. Now, he's fathered I didn't 70... see an S-bomb coming. He's fathered 78 children in here. What? Here's a clip of him talking about it. All right. A lot of the women are just in the U.S. Sometimes they're abroad. I went to Africa twice last month to try and meet women to help them conceive. The month before that, I was in Barbados and then Georgia, the country, not the state. Well, of the 13 women that are currently pregnant, I gave it to them all in a cup, and then they just put it in themselves. Sometimes we end up using a clinic if they're older. Around a dozen of my children were conceived the old-fashioned way. I never charged any of the women uh, for helping them grow their families. Of course, I do get paid with lots of hugs and kisses and a lifetime of of appreciation he's 44 years old that's odd that's a weirdo how many kids did he conceive of the regular way did he say 13 dozen yeah and he seems like extraordinarily proud of it so he's he's either got a sexual kink or some other weird kink well and he comes off as a bit of a strange ranger too i mean what's the appeal just he's willing to have sex with a woman so is everybody exactly and or you're willing to give somebody i've never understood people who do this and take such pride in it because um 
raising my sons means so much to me and like, uh, you know, carrying on the family tradition of raising them correctly and having certain values and all that sort of stuff right. to just have a bunch of offspring of me and my lineage just around the world that I pay no attention to because it was kind of cool to do it. Seems Yeah, a dog never, can reproduce. I've just never understood the appeal. I mean, but on the other hand, somebody's got to do it. But I like it. I, I like it a lot better when it's like uh, Melissa Etheridge and, and her wife at the time. You know, they had a musician she looked up to, was friends with David Crosby, and then you go that direction, and somebody you stay in contact with. Yeah, but he's completely nuts. And didn't the the child end up taking their own life or something like that? Uh, die yeah. of drug abuse or something? Yes. So choose carefully. Yeah. yeah that's a, Try a not to point. choose one of the craziest people in the Western friggin' world who's a drug addict. Yeah. 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 But wow, that's that's crazy. But from that standpoint, the, the plenty of women that do need they need that the S word, and uh, it's got to come from somewhere. And you can't expect everybody who's going to donate to like be heavily involved in raising all those children. That's unrealistic. Well, no, and there are fertility clinics, but that that guy like he's on a world tour. And he's just like he's so pleased with what he's done. How? Yeah, I could do that too, dude. There's nothing that separates you from me other than. You decided to do this, so what? How many ties does he get for Father's Day? Does he just have like a mountain of them? Well, well I'd like to know more about this guy. I mean, is he like some six foot four inch Mensa member who's gifted at the piano, or is he just a guy who likes to stop and give out his uh, spermatozoans? Well, he said he gets lots of hugs and kisses. I don't know what he meant. I mean, if I got a Father's Day present from some kid I have no relationship with, I'd cry all day long. Because you really like ties? Because, <laughs> but there are eighty of them. Eighty. Yeah, I don't know. And it's just that's I weird. I don't know how he looks at it. It is weird. Do we still have that Arnold? What clip? do you look like? It, I got laid a lot. It was great. What did he look like? Oh, is that him there? Okay. Is he a good-looking guy? Or are they just choosing based on his looks? So I'm getting a bigger picture. Oh, he's a really, really good looking. That's dude. what it is. That's what it is. They just they they're they're picking somebody that's good looking because they want a good looking kid. You know yes. what? He's a dead ringer for our agent, Eric. Okay, so that's what's going on there. Hey, yeah. Wait, it is Eric. No, I, <laughs> I I know a couple, married couple, both women, and they have uh, a couple of kids. And I've never I, I know them pretty well, but not enough to start asking these kind of questions. But I don't I don't know anything about. Uh, how they made it happen, but I know their kids are all really cute kids with beautiful blue eyes. So somehow they chose a way to make that happen. Mm. Uh, so I suppose the looks has a lot to do with it. This is getting a little Aryan nation in here for my taste. I as, mean, there's all sorts of beautiful children that don't look like, you know. As an alcoholic who fully believes that, that there's a hereditary com- uh, component to that, even though neither my mom and dad are alcoholics, um, uh, I would certainly want to stay away from that. I mean, they could be good looking, but if they got the I'm an alcoholic gene, that ain't, ain't, ain't doing yourself any favors there. So, Well, there's, like I said, there's half a dozen kinds of weird going around in that story. I don't I'd want. Uh, I'd if, like to interview, like, everybody involved. If I was going to choose, I'd I want, uh, you know, obviously good symmetric genes are important. Um, I mean, not they're not important, actually. Not important at all. But if you get a chance to choose, you might as well go with that. Yeah, it doesn't um, hold you back in life. No, heck no. I'd want um, intelligent, but not super intelligent. Just like above average, but anything further than that, I get I'd get a little worried. You know what I'm saying? 
Sure, because yeah, I've I known people. I've known people that like chose from genius sperms and stuff like that. Why? Every super smart person I know is miserable or crazy. Yeah, that process is amazing too. They make the, the sperms take tests <laughs> and they figure out which ones are the smartest. Sitting there in their graduate's cap, number two pencil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Genius is just another kind of crazy. So I don't know. Your brain doesn't work like the other people. So what would you go for? You're choosing the sperm. You, for whatever reason, you can't produce sperm for a, ch- a, a kid. Mm. Your wife wants well, to have a this baby. This is fiction, but so, go on. <laughs> so what do you choose? What are you looking for? What traits are you looking for? Oh, I, I don't disagree with anything you've said. I'm not quite as fixated on blue eyes there. Uh, I didn't my, choose. My I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I sorry. didn't say that. That was the friends we have. And I don't <laughs> oh, I know see. that they chose that. It could have just been random. But uh, My wife has blue eyes. I'm not anti. Um, brr. Uh, obviously, if it yeah, was. Yeah, what's your, a, what's your one of putting all us blue eyed people in pens? What? You're talking <laughs> about Hitler. <laughs> obviously, if we were having a girl, I'd want. <laughs> so, <there's that. laughs> I tried to get him to spit his water. He almost oh, did. I felt like he was close. Still Michael. Holding it in. I you felt timed like it that really well. Did it come through the nose? <laughs> like you hit him, oh. like, like, I, I almost sip. But pre-gulp, oh, I almost you, spit that water you know, out. I saw him drop his right, and I jabbed with the left. I almost spit my water out. Armstrong and Getty. Here's Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere podcasts are given away because we're stupid. Time for Gavin to go, and we're going to talk to one of the fellows who wants to replace him, Kevin Faulkner. He was the two-time mayor of San Diego, he, one of the few uh, Republicans to be a Republican, I'm sorry, to be a mayor in the last uh, 20 years or so in, in California. Kevin, how are you, sir? Gentlemen, I'm doing great. Great to be back with you. Thank you. Listen, I see the polls, and they say that uh, people don't even want the recall to happen. Why does Gavin Newsom have to go? Let's talk about that first. I'll tell you guys, we've talked about it before. The anger and the frustration, it's an absolute recall on his failures. And we can go down the list. The fact that our public schools are still not fully reopened in California. The fact that we have the second highest unemployment, skyrocketing homelessness, and of course, the fact that our state was open and shut five and six different times because of his conflicting metrics. And this, this cuts across you know, all parts of the state, all partisanship. Uh, folks are ready for a change at the top. And there's no doubt in my mind that when they go to the polls sometime this fall, they're going to absolutely support this recall. Well, and the way Gavin Newsom is holding on to his emergency powers has people in his own party upset. Well, yeah, and look, we saw that last week. Everybody's scratching their head saying, well, wait, once again, Gavin Newsom says one thing and does another, um, particularly on the emergency powers, either we're going to be open or not. And all these you know, extra caveats, I think, has everybody rightfully concerned that, that look, here we go again. Uh, remember what, back in February when the governor said schools were going to be open, and they weren't. Private schools were open all, all year in California because those schools report to parents, but yet our public schools that ultimately report to Gavin Newsom have remained closed for absolutely no reason. And, you know, in talking to so many parents, you know, that again, that anger and frustration is real and rightfully so. Do you have any idea? I mean, like the school stuff, the, the, our theory was, and I think it's right, is it was an, an opportunity for teachers unions to get more money for the schools. And if it can go in for whatever reason, but once they get it into a pot of money, they'll spend it however the hell they want 
over coming years. But what 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 motivates Gavin Newsom to want to keep us all in masks and restaurants closed for so long? What's his motivation? Well, and there's no reason for it. And look, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. And, and the fact that private schools, teachers were safely teaching and kids were safely learning. Um, and, and yet our public schools, because Gavin Newsom wouldn't do the right thing for our kids, wouldn't do the right thing for our parents. And the fact that we are the slowest state in the nation to reopen our public schools. And as we are talking about this this morning, they're still not fully reopened. And, and look, I, I, you know, in, in my frustration comes not just as a candidate for governor, but as a dad with two kids in public school. And I, and I think when you add all of this on top of the fact that, you know, things continue to go in the wrong direction here in California, one party rule has not been working. And it is time for that competition of ideas. And it's, you know, time for somebody you know, who can roll up their sleeves, get to work, uh, stop the rampant homelessness that we have in, in California like we did in San Diego. So uh, I think you add all those things together, uh, people are ready for that change. Yeah, hey, just as you were talking, a TV commercial for you came up on the TV. Man, I like that slow motion walking down the sidewalk. You look like a man in charge. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, listen, I want to get to the bums and junkies in a minute, but before we get to that, let's talk about emergency powers in general and the way they've been exercised during the COVID flap. Should the Constitution change? Should the court step in? I mean, Placer County, for instance, uh, I don't remember if they sued or just threatened to sue. They cited the specific wording in the state constitution as to what an emergency is, and there's not an emergency. And yet the governor's emergency powers continue. What needs to change? Well, I, I, and I absolutely agree. And, and I'll add one more. We've had a legislature that has absolutely not put any checks and balances uh, on this governor. And I think it's been shameful. And the fact that so many Californians have had to go to court, guys, to actually get some of these things overturned, like religious gatherings in our churches. Um, how do we change it? We change it at the top. You know, Gavin Newsom loves this power that, that he's been able to do and, and he cannot use it judiciously. He's been wrong in, in time and time again. And so, look, I, I think that that's, you know, it's time for the courts to step in because the legislature's not going to do anything. But I think what's more important is we vote yes on this recall um, and, and we get our state back on track. All right, to the bums and junkies. You have folks who are down on their luck. They're trying to get uh, things turned around. Maybe they're staying in a shelter. Uh, they're, they're doing all the right things. God bless those people. Uh, I understand that uh, some of my tax dollars might go to help them in some way. But so many of the so-called homeless are bums and junkies living in the tent yeah. cities. What does Kevin Faulkner do or, or, or try to get yeah. going to deal with that problem? Well, I did not allow 10 encampments on the sidewalk in San Diego, which we, you know, we've, we've talked about. And, and we have to take this statewide. And this is an issue that I feel so strongly about and so passionately about. Uh, and, and look, you have to have the political will. You can throw all the money in the world at this gentleman. But if you do not have the political will that says it's not OK to let somebody live in a tent encampment, do heroin and methamphetamine without any consequences, you're not going to have that change. We had a change in San Diego, and and we put up a shelter system. I picked the locations. But I made a deal with the neighborhood. I said it's going to be cleaner and safer with the shelter than before it was there. And to back that up, I created a new division within the San Diego Police Department, Neighborhood Policing Division. I enforced quality of life in San Diego. And guess what? It made a huge difference because we care about people enough not to let them die in tent encampments on our sidewalk. We reduced 
homelessness, the only big city in California where we actually reduced it by double digits. I am going to take that exact same approach and philosophy statewide because what we are seeing in our great state is an explosion of homelessness and nobody with the political will to actually do anything about it. I personally, and this is anecdotal evidence, it's not proof of anything, but I personally know more people in the last year that moved out of California than got COVID. <laughs> well, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. And, 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 and again, back to we're losing population because it's just flat out too expensive. Some of the highest gas taxes you know, in, in the country and, and, and the fact that people can look around and guys, you name the state, right? It's, it's Texas, it's Nevada, Florida, Utah, Tennessee, on, on down the list uh, where people look at what the price of housing can be and others. And yet we have a governor now who doesn't seem to think that there's even a problem. And when all of these companies and jobs are leaving, it's, it's this thought of, well, you know, we'll just kind of replace them with who knows what. No, it, it is time to make that change. It's time to have a, a governor that says it's not about raising taxes like Newsom wants to do. It's about reducing real taxes in California so families can afford to actually stay here. What about the spectacular cost of housing? Does the government have any role in dealing with that? It does. You have to have common sense. And, and that's, the, that's the approach that I took as mayor, which is to say, here's where we want the housing. And, you know, you have to have more of it in the areas that it makes sense along our major transportation corridors, and then make it actually easier to build it. Uh, so you don't have to take, you know, over a year and a half just to get a permit. And so, look, I, I think there's a lot of things that the governor can do, should do. This governor isn't doing. Again, I think it falls into a, a pattern of Newsom will get up and talk for an hour on a particular topic and rhetoric, and then at the end of the day he'll say, what did he just say? It's time for some common sense. It's time for somebody like that who's rolled up their sleeves, got it done in the second largest city in, in California. And yes, as a proud Republican who worked my entire tenure as mayor with a majority Democrat city council, very good about going out and winning the argument publicly and then winning the vote. That's what's been missing in Sacramento. And I think that's why people across the state, across the political spectrum, want a change at the top to actually get us back on track. Kevin Faulkner, great uh, note to end on. Well said. Good to talk to you. We'll stay in touch. Gentlemen, thank you. Look forward to next time. Thank you. Yep. Sam went to a pool party for one of his best friends over the weekend. They're moving to Texas. And wow. I, and I got to believe that a lot of people that haven't considered moving, it's because they don't, you know, I, I hate to say it this way, you don't know any better. You've never lived anywhere else, or mm-hmm. you don't, like, you know, have friends that live somewhere else. Because if you knew... If you've spent your whole life in California, you might not know that gas is half as much everywhere else. What a house costs other places. That there aren't bums freaking everywhere in most other states. Right, right. You know what troubles me, though, and it was uh, what I was trying to express in my very first question to Kevin, was polls show you know, pretty substantial numbers of Californians say, why would we recall Gavin Newsom? They just have no idea how crappy he is and how awful his leadership's been. So you get, you got to inform, look around. I'm Good pretty Lord. crappy. I ate an early dinner, but I'm still crappy. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. What do you mean I'm SOL? Which is an acronym for... 
out of luck, if I uh, remember correctly? Uh, that is no, correct. No, you're too talented to work, Blue. I'm not really. It's a lazy man's technique. I'm not sure I am. Okay, here's my situation, guys. Uh, this weekend was my uh, wife's birthday, and I got her iTunes gift card. Cool. Bought it at the Target. $50. She loves music, right? So we go to I go to put it on her phone, and all of a sudden I get this message. This card has already been redeemed. Really? Brand Whoa. new out of the box. Hey, yeah. hey. Yes, it's already been redeemed. So we end up calling Apple, and Apple tells me, yep, you're correct. We, we found it. Somebody has redeemed this card. We've dis we've dismantled their account. It's all good. And I said, great. So you'll refund me the fifty dollars and put it on our account. Uh, no, no, we can't do that. Um, you bought it at a third party place. Where'd you I, buy it? I bought it at Target. And so they wouldn't. Right. Where? What is this Target? Is that some sort of underworld exchange? Some sort of bazaar down no, in the sewers. So I didn't buy it off the street at a Mexican right. bazaar. I bought it at the freaking Target. So Wouldn't we you had... take it back to Target. They'll give you your money back, won't they? No, apparently not. It says on the rece- on the receipt cannot be returned. We had to send Apple a picture of the receipt and a picture of the gift card, and they verified it and said, "Yep, yep, you obviously bought it and everything like that." But because we bought it not from them, they won't give me my money back. They said you got to go take that up with Target corporate. You can't even do the local store. You got to here's. The Target corporate number, and you got to go deal with them. Well, and Target. Oh my God, what a pain in the hiney! Target is famously super easy to return stuff yeah. to. Generally, it's just like you know, but the they're real- like Walmart, no excuses. They don't even need your receipt a lot of times. But that sucks. Is it that way with all gift cards? Well, apparently, this is a scam now. This is going on all over the place, and she told me that this happens a lot. I need to get on this. So I go to Target, and then I like <laughs> look at a, a Chili's gift card, and what do I write down the numbers? I guess they're doing that, or they're learning how to scan it, because this was completely boxed. You know, it was, it was uh-huh. wrapped. And so... Um, well, I don't get it, because there's uh, some sort of computer code on there. Right. That's odd. So, But I guess this is happening a lot. She said, yeah, we're getting a lot of calls about this now. I'm glad you didn't buy her a $500 gift card. Right. But it, they're going to have to take these gift cards and put them behind glass, or they're gonna. Mm-hmm. You have to do digital. So I, I don't know if you can just buy gift cards anymore and not know that you're not going to get ripped off. Gift I know cards it's rare. have been uh, internet scam adjacent for quite some time now. Uh, when when the people are kind of cold calling grandparents and saying, "Hey, your 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 grandson's arrested. We need bail money now." They kind of get to a point, and they, and they, this happens all the time. Where okay, we need you to go to. The local convenient or Rite Aid, Target, whatever. Get us Google Play gift cards. Get us iTunes. Give, and this is the way to transfer money. Uh, yeah, the sheriff department around here needs the Google Play. Yeah, so that that's one of the things that kind of uh, hip your grandparents to. If people are asking you over the phone aggressively to buy them gift cards, it's probably a scam. Hmm. Um, but uh, so I don't know if they have just figured out another way to kind of end around the gift card game or not. But they have uh, scammers have had their eyes on that space for for a while now. Interesting. I'd like to know more of the mechanics of how they actually got that that code or whatever. So, you know, at Target and, and most stores, they got a whole wall of different right. kinds of gift cards. Um, huh? Where do I buy my gift cards from now on? And 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 be assured that I'm not going to be getting screwed like this. I wonder because I mean, Target would seem like a pretty safe place to do it to me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm out fifty bucks. It looks like. Mm. That does. I'm actually so looking at this. Okay, now go ahead. Does, does your does your wife listen to the podcast, Michael? No. no. Okay. Now was this a I forgot? 
your birthday ah, thing. Pretty good. And you just busted out that's an old gift one. card that you no, had. No, no, no. That's it's, a good one. Oh, yeah. A gift card was years you would, old. Yeah. You would think, but no, it, this was brand new. Hmm. Hmm. All right, all right. Oh, he winks at me. Shame. Okay, I got you. I, you saw that too, did you, Jeff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm on an Apple, like, help slash discussion board. Or you think you are. <laughs> yeah, they just asked me to type in my social security number, so I did. <laughs> so they can confirm who you are, yeah. All right, yeah, it's, it seems reasonable to me. <laughs> Let's see. If you can't redeem your gift card, card not valid, <clears throat> go suck a lemon what it says <laughs> if you see a message that said your card's already been redeemed you might have already redeemed it oh, thank you for that <laughs> yeah how about that <laughs> thanks frequently asked question yeah helpful as usual that was like the woman on the phone she was so thrilled she's like we found it we found it we turned it off and everything i thought this is great and she goes well i can't give you your money back but it's great that we found it yeah wait wait thanks for that thanks for nothing if your pizza is missing you may have eaten it (laughs) wow so uh here's (laughs) oh right that's why i got sauce on my face and my belly's full I'm a little late to the party, writes one responder, uh, not long ago. But Target won't do anything. I'm going through this right now. Essentially, they're saying it shows it was successfully activated when I purchased it. So the fact that it was already redeemed when I tried to redeem it is irrelevant since it was successfully purchased. Makes no sense. Consequently, Target and most retailers are selling gift cards but can't guarantee them in any way. Okay, well, they need to let you know that. that. Well, listen to this. Target told me, call your local police department or the FTC. Apple support says, sorry, we can't help you either. At the end of the day, there is no one who's liable for gift cards, and it's becoming a gamble when you buy them. Okay, well, that is news you can use, ladies and germs, because I I would have never guessed that in a million years. I thought it was as solid a purchase as anything else, especially at a Target, which I said, like I said, has tremendous return policies. But no, on gift cards, you're just out of luck. Huh, okay, well, learn something there. And the gift card has been the go-to for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah, I'm reading to see if there's more helpful uh, consumer information here, but that's more or less it. You know, and I'm slow to get around to gift cards. I could end up getting a gift card, go to redeem it, and think, you know, maybe I did use this already. I don't know. Show up at the Chili's. They say, you you got nothing on this. I guess I ate here before. You're really hungry for Chili's. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the situation. There is nobody that will take responsibility for that. You are screwed. I'll be damned. There there aren't many of those in the world anymore. You might be officially the first person I know that has actually lost any money through a scam. One of the things I've been saying for a long time is while I understand protecting our data and stealing numbers, I don't know anybody that's actually been harmed by it. I've had, you know, people steal my credit card and buy a bunch of stuff, but Visa paid me back. Um, I've never lost a cent. Have you? Um, no. No, we had those two fake charges recently that were thousands of dollars, but they they stepped up and yeah. the retailers on the hook for them. Yeah, I've I've never lost a dime. I bought speakers out of uh, the back of some guy's mm. truck once, but I don't think that's what you're asking mm-hmm. about. That was more. Yeah, just I, me. Uh, you know, maybe somebody's cleverly bleeding me for ten bucks a month or something like that. You know, some Russian mobster. Just I don't know. <laughs> He's got like 30 of us, and he, he, he bleeds us for 10 bucks. He goes out to eat for lunch. Then the next day, it's your turn. He eats on you, and then, but he keeps it cool. He keeps it, you know, on the down low. That's a clever thief to me. Uh, they told me on the phone they had, war- 
they had one retailer that actually had to pull their gift cards because so many were getting ripped off. So this is a big scam now, apparently. Yeah, and as Joe just read, it's a, it's a real thing. They, well, and Target somebody and said others, this happens a lot with Apple gift cards. I don't know why. Target and others don't guarantee that product? Mm-mm. Come on, every other product you guarantee. If I buy mouthwash and it turns out to be just water... And say, well, what are you going to do? Somebody must have come in here and taken it, it was, all out and poured it, was, it full of water. It was what mouthwash when we sold it to you. <laughs> yeah, it was... So it's dog urine now. That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Since but when now, is that a thing? Now my breath smells like dog urine. That's not acceptable. And nobody believes me. Why? <laughs> These headphones don't work. I don't know. Call Bose. That ain't my problem. When, when has that been a thing? Yeah, I know. Well, that's the nature of gift cards. Caveat emptor. Buyer beware. This uh, woman said she loved me. I brought her over from Russia, and uh, I'm married to her now. And uh, I haven't seen her in years. But, uh, <laughs> but she keeps spending my money, though, so I think she's coming back. <laughs> I can only assume so. Armstrong and Getty.